Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is more than a house. It's a personal paradise. Get yours with Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Sunday, it's an NFL on CBS doubleheader featuring a battle between two of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the sport when Jackson and the Ravens welcome Watson and the Texans, followed by New England bracing for another tough road game in Philadelphia against the Eagles in a Super Bowl rematch. It's all starting with JB and the guys on the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on CBS. Our toll-free hotline, 855-212-4CBS. Is brought to you by Geico. Great news, you can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico like Big Daddy did. He went on geico.com, and in 15 minutes, he saved 15% on his car insurance. So, uh, Big Daddy, I'm going to um, Sunday, uh, instead of the NFL on CBS, uh, the NFL Today at noon, I will be missing that episode of, um, you know, JB and the guys, because I'm going to see The Irishman. Because uh, did you hear about this movie, The Irishman, with De Niro and Pacino and all these guys? Danny A., a friend of mine, is in that movie. Danny Aiello? No, Danny A. Oh, who's that? Danny Absecker. Oh, I thought it was the other guy. Didn't you introduce me to the other I guy, I introduced too? you to Danny Aiello. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you introduced me to everyone. You introduced me to every person I know. Now, wait. So, uh, the girls that are in the movie... There's these two. There's these two little girls that are in the movie. Mm-hmm. They're twins or something, and they're my um, uh, my colon doctor's uh, kids oh, and wow. my travel agent's kids. So I'm friends with them. Mafia knows them. So his daughters are actresses. They're little uh, child actors, and they're in the movie. Wow. So they're having a screening of it because I guess it comes out in uh, theaters in New York and L.A. like right now this week, yeah. mm-hmm. and then like in I don't know. Mafia said in a couple weeks it's on Netflix. So it's only doing a short run. But I heard this movie's incredible. It's like a three and a half hour mob movie. It's like a mobster movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't, with Pesci I and all these guys. I haven't seen it, but I've heard, you know, because obviously De Niro, Pacino. Right. And, I'm going to see it. That, oh, instead of, I, like, I'm missing the one football. o'clock games for that. Because I didn't say nothing. She's like, we're going to the movie. I'm like, yes, dear. Sounds sure. great. 34C had it locked down already. She had a lot of time, which I don't have a problem with because I like, you know, I really like movies. Especially that kind of movie. And I like violent movies and I like mobster movies. I'm constantly watching. The other night I watched a uh, show on, uh, it was actually on Prime. It was called Mafioso. It was bad, but it was, a couple of the stories were really good because they did a whole segment on Gotti. Yeah. And Sammy DeBull Gravano. And then they did uh, stuff on Capone and... They did all these. I like all that kind of I stuff, love too. That stuff. I, you know, it's funny. I watched the Gotti stuff, and right. I know his son. Uh, and then his son is the MMA fighter, you know, John Gotti the third. Right. He's, I don't. I, have you ever seen him fight Mafia? Do you know who he's talking about? Yeah, I know who he's talking about. Oh, Jesus. Mafia's having a meltdown in there. Never mind. We got a situation developing there, uh, Big Daddy. Did you <laughs> see that? He, he may have had a little slice of pizza caught in his action. But when he was back in the kitchen, of course, because we don't eat in the studio. Uh, but he yeah, had something yeah. caught in there from previous walks <laughs> down the hallway. A little uh, piece of crust that got caught. But, yeah, he's 
I think fighting like the lower ranks, like working his way up now. I think he's in like the regional circuit right now, but I've heard about him fighting. So do they give him the business because of uh, who he is or whatever? Uh, No, I don't think so. I mean, I saw one fight and, nah, you know, just a name. What did you think of uh, like New York back in the day when they had, you know, the mob? What did I think about it? I, I mean, mean, it was it's crazy, right? I, you know what? I listen. Uh, did it exist? Yes. And did I know people? Yes. Um, would I get into sharing any stories or anything? <laughs> no, I would not. But uh, you know, you saw it, and it is what it is. You know, it's it's like anything else. You know, you respect and you 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 try stay to survive. Stay out of the way. Stay out of the way. Yeah, you try to survive. Stay out of that. Stay out of the middle of that. You know, it's funny. I will without mentioning names. Uh, you know, one of them, one of the guys said to me, "Goes, doesn't this guy know who I am?" You know, and 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 you when you hear that. Most of the times, guys are not who they right, think they're they are. Right, they're just... And, but this guy, I knew who he was, and I was like... I started laughing because even though he had the last name, and I'm not talking about John Gotti, right. but uh, even though he had the last name, that was not him. That was his grandfather and right. father and all that. But as a joke, he said to me, he obviously doesn't know who I am. <laughs> and I was just started laughing. I'm like, oh, Lord. He didn't know who you were, though. That's the problem. Uh, well, he knew who I was because I knew who he was. So that was uh, – we definitely had that connection, and we knew. So I just <laughs> gave him the old Heisman and do what so you need to do. So all these guys know you in this city because of your business and because of your fame and your sports uh, connections and all your clients. Are, how crazy is that that you ended up, like, in life – uh, doing that and having that kind of juice and friends. Like I've always said, I've told him, I've you've, you've been on my show a million times, I, I've never met anyone that has more friends than you, like in sports, like that, that actually has that kind of connection to teams and sports and athletes because most people don't get near them. No, it, it's – I'm blessed and I'm fortunate. I mean, you know, listen, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this and it's going to make you laugh. Not to bring up negative things, but obviously, you know, you were at my wedding. Right. And who was at that wedding? You know, celebrities like you. Right. Joe Buck was there. Right. Bill Hammer from Fox News was there. Who? Neil O'Donnell was there. Right. I mean, it was a who's who. And, you know, everyone was like, oh, my God, I didn't know you knew him and this and that. And, you know, Joe Buck and Michelle Bison were there. Right. You know, Michelle. I went to Joe Buck's wedding to Michelle, you know, so it was like. And, and Strahan's you know, your best friend. Yeah, he's a, he's one of my boys. And what man. about Tuck? You still see him? Still t- actually, we were texting back and forth earlier. And, uh, and you know, you meet more and more people. And it, it's, it's funny. You have to um, know how to handle it. You know what I mean? Because you don't know who's meeting you for the right reason right. or the wrong reason. And you know what? Listen, I pay respect to everybody. And, and I always say, you know, I get the joke. Am I big enough to, like, be your client? And I'm like... What does that mean? Like you have to weigh more than me or be taller than me? No, no. Listen, my mailman's a client. You right. know? So whatever. I'm here to help whoever it is that needs help in regards to insurance. Uh, how how hard is it to get them as a, you know what I mean? Like when you, uh, well, you obviously have the reputation to get them, yeah. but when you approach these new, let's say newer, new younger guys. athletes. It's a little difficult because, you know. they these think guys, you're up to something. Yeah, or? and they all have this, you know, I'm Tarzan. I know what I'm doing. Or. They surround Thanks, I don't them. Need your help. Yeah, they surround themselves with people that don't know what they're doing. That's what happens a lot of times. And then afterwards, they seek help for. And most of the times, they're seeking help for things like I've lost every penny, or I've lost a big chunk of money, 
or you know I'm doing this I'm doing that and listen I only consult an insurance purpose and for insurance needs I don't get involved in handling people's money I don't pick stocks I don't right. pick investments <clears throat> I don't lead people to investments I do one thing and that's and we try my partner and I what we try to do our whole group is just be good at one thing and that's, that's it. it and that's it so um nowadays how many athletes do you see uh so people can better understand it that um that screw up the money they really do they blow all their money and they end up broke and, and like uh, homeless yeah there's a bunch of guys i mean you um you know because i'm privy to see a lot of things that i don't get into sharing but you see stuff and you're like are you kidding me like I, you you get blown away you're like that's impossible because you're looking at numbers that are astronomical, astronomical that they've received or earned and they don't have nothing and then, like, guys like B-Hop, he fought forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, he literally fought into his 50s. I was at his last fight. Right. He you made know, a ton of money. Made a ton of money, and he saved it. So he's good to go. He's good to go. He surrounded himself with the right people. He owns, a, you know, a piece of Golden Boy, which is, you know, a cash cow, and... You know, he's like he said, they went through their Dude, rough that, time. Believe me, they went through rough times, rough right? Time, because, yeah. you know, all the guys that he fired yeah. were the ones that made that company. Yeah. Like, so, I, I wasn't going to bring it up with him. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything. Here's the deal. So all of my friends that ran Golden Boy, when he fired them, that was the last time I ever did a fight for Oscar. Got it. Like, so it was just so unbelievable to me. I was like, what do I have to do with it? Yeah. All I do is promote fights like you do. Yeah. Like, like. Oscar, that's his job, is to promote fights, mm -hmm. promote fighters. He's a promoter. So, and that's what B-Hop does. He's a promoter. Yep. So he works on the promotional arm of Golden Boy. Yep. And, the, and the thing is, is that when my guys, and uh, you know, that were, you know, they were the business people. They were the business people. Yeah. He fired them, and they went to war. And then those guys didn't work for like two years. And then they came back and started Ring Star Sports, and now... Bruce runs PBC for Al Heyman. You know, Bruce Binkow is the man at PBC. Yep. And the PBC is enormous now. You see all the big fights they do on, mm -hmm. on Fox pay-per-view. They've gotten enormous. Yeah. And they're huge. So I, I actually think they're now, and I think Mafia would agree with me, they're a bigger player than, than Golden Boy now. And, uh, you know, that's just all there is to it. And then you got Aram, and you got all these guys that do it. Um, did you notice, like, I, I'm surprised... I guess a little bit that he stuck stuck with him because well, he's had his fair share of problems. Your boy's been accused of rape multiple times, and he's been accused of uh, the drugs and boozing like till no end. Like recently, he's still yeah, doing it. Yeah. That he's still lying to everyone and partying. That's the deal. People are saying he's just massively messed up, and that B Hop's still in bed with him. Well, again, you don't know what's going on I behind the scenes, and then. You know, Golden Boy is an entity that's worth something. So, you know, it's like owning a piece of stock. You're going to... Well, I won't deny that they still have good fights. Yeah. But he really only has, in my view... Canelo, one, that's right? It. Canelo, right? He has that's one it. guy. The, on, the best thing he's got going for him is Canelo and Bernard Hopkins. What else does he have? I don't know. He's got a bunch is. of hacks. Oh, yeah. I don't know his whole roster. Listen, he, and hey, I believe Heyman's you because I know, the I, know, I know you would know. So. I'm in the middle of boxing like no other. Yeah. Like there's very few people. Mafia, are you going to back me up on this? Who has been? I've been to over 80 title fights. I, I'm at every fight. And I think like without a doubt, am I wrong? Our show's the biggest show there. It is. I mean, if there's a big fight, 
you've been there in the last, you know, as, as long as I've been working with you the last 15 years or so, you've been in every big fight. I'm at every fight. And so they the first show they call is me because yeah. I've done every fight for 30 years. I worked with Don King. Then I worked with Oscar for over 12 years. And then I went straight into, and I've been with Showtime for, you know, 15 years. Mm -hmm. And I've been with PBC now for seven years. Got it. So when I left Golden Boy, which I should have never, in my view, and I'm not even being a D about this, yeah. I should have never been involved in all that bedlam. Yeah. What did I have to do with it? All I do is go to fights and promote fights. Yeah. That's what he does. I always used to say to him, like, bro, are you kidding me? Like, dude, do you remember when he used to come on my show when he was, like, allegedly getting allegedly sober? Yeah. And then I would I would have him on the show and talk about all his problems, and he loved me. And I always said to him, like, what happened, dude? Like, all of a sudden, you don't know me anymore? Are you kidding me? After 15 years? Like, so he just got rid of everyone. He just freaked on everyone, which I didn't like. Yeah. The only one I like is B-Hop now. I've always loved him, but I always loved Oscar. I was never, I, I never understood why he like threw me out. I was like, what did I have to do with it? Uh, I got nothing to do with their business dealings. Wrong, wrong, wrong person. I just in his go ear. to fights, yeah, man. Wrong, you know what happens? A lot of times, the wrong people get in someone's ear, right? And they say, oh, you should get rid of this one, that one, and and half the time, ninety percent of the time, that person doing all the talking is. BS. I think actually that I think Canelo's actually creeped out by him. Because, well, you know, yeah, people they, have asked yeah, him, saw, and he's I, like, I want nothing to do with talking about his life off out of the ring. Well, I saw that thing where they were at the uh, weigh-in, and he wouldn't even look at him. I was like, whoa. He just he just wants to fight, and I think he's one of the best fighters in the world. He's top five in the world, without a doubt. Because yeah, right. it's Lomachenko, Crawford, Spence, uh, and then a lot of people think, you know, Wilder is in that group. And I, without a doubt, Canelo, uh, Canelo's in there. He just destroys everyone they put in front of him. I I love I used to love Kovalev. I loved him too. We we loved yeah, I, uh, I, Crusher I, Kovalev. I and who was our boy Carl Frosch? Did you ever meet him? No, I never met him. But I love. He's Kovalev. another one I love. He's a great guy, killer fighter. Yeah, and he doesn't fight anymore. But he he was a great guy. He had a really hot wife too. I gotta tell you. So you know, one of the guests we have coming uh, is Roger the, Goodell. The, well, that one, but to the gala is Zab Judah. I, I know Zab. I've never met him. No, but, he's really uh, cool. Yeah, I. Uh, I he's know as he's cool coming. as B-Hop. Yeah, I know he's coming. Uh, that was on the guest list. <laughs> Mafia, do you remember the Zab Judah interview? Yeah, I do remember that one. That was a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> I did an interview with him at Wines in Vegas. It was really funny. Uh, so let me ask you this. I got I to hurry here. I got a break. What is the deal with your boy, uh, the, the ghost, uh, Roger Goodell? He's, he's been invisible all year. No, How'd you get him out of the uh, you know woodwork to to come to your event? Well, you know what? Listen, I know Roger a long time, and uh, you know between myself and Dino, who knows Roger very well as well, you know we told him what was going on, and I said, "Yeah, I'm uh, here. I am. I've never emceed an event, so now I'm emceeing the event." And it was kind of funny. He's like, "Really, you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you." I go, "Roger, you said the same thing, Strahan." And he goes. Ooh. I want to hear how you got this gig, Big Daddy, you know. And then uh, I said, well, we're honoring Dino. And then funny thing, he says to me, he goes, on a Thursday night, he goes, you know, we have football. That means I got to work. Eh, listen, come before the game and, you know, show up and represent. So, boom, there we go. And he's going to come. That's great. Uh, with all this uh, Park Avenue cronies that can't get a, a replay right. <laughs> What's that guy's name again? I hate that guy. The guy that uh, river on river on he needs to get on a river and keep going the wrong way 
That guy's – I will never understand these the calls they make in the NFL. They've ruined the NFL with all these refs, these flags. Yeah, I don't... The game's about refs now. It's not even about players anymore, big plays. Uh, we'll come back. I want to talk about that fight that broke out, and uh, Garrett hit Rudolph in the head with a helmet. That's got to get that guy suspended. Oh, that's got to be – That's major. He attacked him. Assaulted him. He assaulted him with a helmet. That's got to be big-time suspension. 855-2124-CBS. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. Big Daddy in here laying the groundwork for later tonight. (laughs) No, Big Daddy's going to crash hard. You going to go to bed? Yeah, big daddy. Yeah, I've had a long day today, you know. So tell me about your uh, your boy Stray. How about this guy? He's just um, the hardest working man in nice television. Guy. What a nice great guy. guy, great guy. Been a brother to me, been everything to me, and uh, you know, supportive in every facet of my life. I have to honestly say, and he's a sounding board, and uh, and you know, he gives good advice. So he does Good Morning America. Does Good Morning America, does Kiki and uh, Sarah. Sarah and Michael. What do they he, call that show? I think they just call it by their names. Oh, really? Yeah, they do that. Kiki, uh, Sarah, and Mike. And Michael, yeah. And then uh, he does, like tonight he did Fox NFL Thursday. and He does Sunday too, doesn't he? Then he flies to L.A., does the Sunday show, and flies back to do, be at work Monday morning. So he does, and 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 does he fly that? Uh, does he? What is he? First class in commercial? No, he, is he flying like net jets or something? Yeah, he does his own thing. Yeah, he has to because you have to worry about you know whatever commercial flight not getting back and this and that. So it's just he gets back and forth however he has. To. So he does it his own way, or does does ABC do that? Uh, I don't know all the particulars, but yeah, he gets. Wherever he needs to get to, he gets to. So he goes every single week of his life, cross-country, to L.A. and back. Yeah, every week. Not so he, every he, week. He goes out there Saturday the football. and then does the show Sunday and then flies back right after the show. Yeah. So when the, when the day's over on Fox, he hits the plane and comes right back. Comes right back. And then has to be a Good Morning America at like 5 in the morning. 5 in the morning, yeah. Every day of the week. And uh, then he's there till like 2 or 3 o'clock because he does that. Isn't that show at 1 o'clock or is it yeah, 12? Yeah, he does a till 1 o'clock show. So. And then between that and also with that, all that going on, he does, you know, the... Uh, the new show with A-Rod. The, that, and he does the, what is it, the $10,000 pyramid? Yeah, when, but that's just in the summer, right? Is uh, it, is, I don't that, know. Yeah, seasonal, I believe. Isn't that... The, the, the summer's when they show all those game shows. Yeah, so it's... Because I used to do uh, Wipeout and Downfall back oh, in really? the day. You remember when they had, like, the... It was a 2008... World Cup, and I was working at Howard Stern, and I was the voice of Wipeout and Downfall. I did all the commercials and the World Cup. Oh, that's right. That's right. I got yeah, to do right. it for an entire summer. It was awesome. I made a boatload of money, and I got on ABC every day. It was yeah. crazy. Everyone heard me doing those commercials. It was crazy. Ever since then, I've been homeless. I have nothing going for me. <laughs> so uh, what did you think when you saw um, uh, Mason Rudolph get hit in the head by Miles Garrett with that helmet? He's done. Well, and I would imagine. And then Pouncey's done, too. He was kicking and punching. But I think, you know what? Pouncey's sticking up for his quarterback. I mean, obviously, you're not supposed to be kicking and punching, but he did what he had to do. And listen. You've never for, kicked or punched anybody, have you, recently? No, not recently. Not in the last six months? Uh, I've come close, but <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, that's another story for another day. But, we'll just uh, keep that one at the restaurant, not in on the air. Yeah, exactly. But. Uh, 
you know, for a player to grab his a helmet and hit another player over a head. Right. Where did you uh, did you uh, tell me again about your uh, your uh, playing days? Uh, University of Maryland, right. eighty six through ninety. And uh, but I never grabbed anyone's helmet and no, hit them all. Can you believe how bad their football program is? But there's it's like a basketball school now. Yeah, Maryland. No, Maryland's a lacrosse school. Oh, is it? Yeah, I mean, listen. One year we won the title in men and women's. You know, Dino. Speaking of Dino, Dino was at the Ohio State game. He was like ready to leave at halftime. But they lose by eighty. Well, something they were forty-nine nothing at half. Right. I was like, oh my lord. It's bad, right? Well, you know what? I will tell you about Mike Loxley. He will recruit talent there. You know, he's playing with the hand he's dealt. Why don't you go back there and coach? Uh, I'm beyond my coaching days. No? No, I couldn't do it, even if it was. So when you got done playing and your career was over and you got into this estate and insurance and Mm -hmm. handling guys' careers – and you've done it now for like twenty years. Twenty some years. Do you yeah. feel like um, is there happiness and fulfillment in it for you? Do you enjoy it still? The grind because you're always on the road. Like you're at the airport more than NFL teams. Yeah, I enjoy it. I mean, listen, I'm going to Florida this weekend with right. work, pleasure, and whatnot. Um, listen, everyone has to get out of bed every day to do something, and that's what I do. Right. And I do enjoy it, and I like it, and. Uh, you know, it's and so many other opportunities have come up with businesses and whatnot. And TV now you used to have an office over there in, in Midtown that I used to go to. Yeah, the you, one on Forty. I, uh, no, now I'm uh, I'm two blocks away. I'm on Forty Second and Third. I used to be on Forty Fifth and Third. Right. Yeah, that's where I went. That's where you went. But I'm down two blocks, and uh, you know we have a full whole floor. What was there. that guy's name that was sharing that place with you that he did the same thing he did? Uh, Bobby Hotel. Yeah. yeah. Is yep. he, he hodling? He's still over there? Uh, no, I don't know where he is. You don't have nothing to do with him no, anymore? No. Nope. So you just broke off and started your own things broke it, with, off. without any like sharing or any? Nope. That's you it. like it better that way? Yeah, I do. So did Lewis, your brother, ever want to get back into business with you? Like, to well, run it together. Did you uh, ever try to get that going again? No, we haven't. Because he does I, the same thing now competing with you. Yeah, he does, but, I mean, it's... Have you ever had to, like, slice his tires or anything? Or no, no. I. Uh, it's kind of cyanide funny. Cyanide in his drink or anything? No, I... Vaseline you know in his dinner? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you, that, remind me never to come back to your house for dinner. Jeez. Uh, but uh, you've been to my house to party. Yeah, I've been there. The pool and the right. I left you, that house. I, let me. T- I bought a bigger house now. I oh, can't you left afford. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. So I left that house that you were at. I yep. and I live in I live in Paul Traub's neighborhood now. Oh, okay, got it. I, will I, I see. see him in the streets now, walking my dog. It's funny. He's uh, Paul's a great friend, and you know right. I, I lean on him for a lot of things. He know? he knows me. I live right around the corner from him. No, now. he's told me. He goes, hey, you know, I ran into Scott and blah blah blah. Yeah. So it's kind of he funny. has to go by my house every day to get to his house. So got like it. I live like when you come into the neighborhood, you got to go all the way up and do a stop sign. You got to go left to go into where the rich people live. I live right at the edge of the rich people. Listen, we're gonna have to sit down and reevaluate your estate. We gotta look. look we gotta look at <laughs> what looks wrong with we'll my plan. Look, yeah, we'll have to look. At. Take it, we gotta take another look at my finances. We gotta make sure thirty four C is not underfunded. That's true. <laughs> I gotta pay for these kids to go to college. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench.
Everybody's catching on. Everybody's doing it. Pharrell on the bench.com is taking over the best site for picks, top shelf results, killer price, unequal football snacks, hoops. It's a slam dunk. Hockey winners, boxing, MMA, we're a knockout. Pharrell on the bench.com. Sign up today. Every single week in college football of the entire season, I've been in the 60 percentile bets covered bracket and over 65% literally for the season in college football. 70%, five of the 10 weeks in the NFL. I had a 79, a 77, a 71, a 71, and a 70% week in bets covered. So I'm the man, whether you like it or not. Sign up, hide the money from your wife. You're going to need to. So turn his mic on. Here we go. So tell me, Rutgers, Ohio State this week. They're getting 52. They could get, they could get beat by 60 easily. Carver, how do you think they'll put 65, 70 on them? I certainly hope they do. <laughs> you hope they do. Are you uh, are you on the Shiano uh, gravy train? No, I I'm just not a Rutgers guy personally. I don't root for them, but I think that they absolutely have to bring Shiano back. Like I, I personally, he's the only person who's ever won there. Won there. He's the only person who knows how to win there, and, and that's I don't, and he and he's not going to get a job anywhere else. And Nobody he's the only and he's the only guy that will raise the money to build that new indoor facility that they need. Sure, which is why he's talking to the governor and doing all that stuff. Yeah. So you're good friends with Eli. How has he taken all of this? I have. You know what I always do when it comes to stuff like that? I never bring it up. That's what keeps people friends with, you know, because I've been through this with a lot of guys. When you don't bring it up, unless they do, that's how you stay friends. That's great advice. So if you bring that up, they're probably sick and tired of hearing it and talking about it. Everyone and their mother talks to everybody when it comes to that about that situation, regardless of who it is. And it's better, why be like everybody else? Because they're looking for you to be a friend, not to be a sportscaster right. or, or, you know, news guy. So or, what do you think of it off the record, like without uh, him, you know, like without stabbing him in the back? Like what? what how do you feel about him? Well, it's... Because you love him as yeah, a friend. The guy brought us two Super Bowls. Won two Super Bowls here. Against Brady. And, uh, yeah. And I just think that I don't think his time was up. That's me personally. Now, I have a relationship with Daniel Jones. And it's a funny story, which I'll share. Right. Go ahead. You know, uh, when Jimmy was at Princeton, Jimmy recruited him. Really? And he was signed, sealed, and delivered to go to Princeton. Really? Then... Duke comes along and says, we'll give you the preferred walk-on deal. Right. So he left Jimmy at the altar and went to Duke. So here I am at the Super Bowl last year in Atlanta, and someone says, hey, uh, Daniel, um, do, you, do you ever meet Big Daddy? And, uh, you know, he's like, well, does Big Daddy have a real name? And they're like, yeah, Rich Salgado. So he comes over and says hi to me. He goes, Salgado. He goes, wait a minute. He goes, are you related to Jimmy? I'm like, yeah, I'm his oldest brother. And we just started laughing because, uh, you know, then he got drafted by the Giants. Right. And uh, and then we got to meet, and I ended up speaking with his father and talking about business and whatnot. And it was kind of funny. He goes, yeah, you know, we don't want to leave you at the altar like we did your brother. You know, that was a big joke. Right. And, uh, and when I met Daniel again when he was here, we, uh, you know, my brothers still text. They, they still talk. So they have a relationship. And, uh and it's you know it's all good. It's like uh, we're all in the football family. So what's going to happen to Eli? Is he just going to? You know what? Retire? I, I, what? Listen, I, I I'll tell you. I love some of the people that always say, "Are you going to blame it on Eli? You're going to blame it on Eli? Eli's not playing, so you can't blame right. it on Eli." 
all Eli has done is won for this team, for the city, or right. you know, for the Giants. And obviously, Brady being the exception, not many quarterbacks play that long in one place. And do I think it's his time? No, I think he could still play. But does he want to? That I don't know. Are you friend, you're friends with Brady and all those guys, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Tom and I go back a long, you know, from his college days. Right. You know, and uh, his father was in the same. Business. How long do you think that he'll? Because today his trainer said he wants to play till he's forty six or forty seven. I thought the original was forty five. Now he's going to play till he's eighty. Like what is? <laughs> what do you think? Like seriously, how much do you think he's got left in him? Because he's still uh, got it. He's still got it, man. And they win. And you can see it in his legs, though, that, per- he, that he's getting old. Yeah. Yeah, they protect him, but listen, that's a day by day thing. You know, you he, he may win it again this year. But you don't think he's leaving that team ever, do you? To go somewhere else? I don't like think like so. like Montana did, and all of them Favre. They all did it. They all did it, but I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I really don't know. Do you that's think it. that team's gonna win it again? Well, I you know I don't know, but I'll tell you one thing. I got a big chuckle when they announced. Uh, Shakira and uh, was it J Lo right. performing doing the Super Bowl doing halftime. the Super Bowl halftime, and then someone said, "Well, you also left out the other act, and the other act is Tom Brady. He's going to be performing in one, two, three, and four quarters." <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and I was like, "Oh, that makes a lot of sense." But, He's always in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's uh, it's so. What do you think of the Colin Kaepernick uh, saga and the workout this weekend? Uh, do you think he'll get a job in the NFL again? Do you think he was colluded against? I do. Um, I don't know. That's a tough question. I really don't I think know. the billionaire white man's owners, that club of those nasty billionaires, they, they I guarantee you they talked to one another and said, keep him out. We're not going to give him a job. You don't give him a job, I don't give him a job. He ain't going to play in this league, and he can have his protests all he wants. That's what they did to him, as sure as I'm sitting here. Got it. Well, you can't even deny it. The guy, why did he, that guy get thrown out of football? He's better than at least 60% of the bums that are backups now. <laughs> I mean, they got some hacks playing in this league. It's really bad. Well, listen, you know what? At the end of the day, the owners own the league. The league uh, Roger works for the owners. Right. And, uh, and then that's, it is what it is. So, so uh, are you friends with Breeze? No, I don't know Drew at all. You don't know him no, at all? Him, I don't know. I and I, I rarely say that about too many, not too many people. And what do you think of the uh, the Rams? How they've fallen on hard. Well, time? you know they let our boy go, Saffold. Right. You know he went got big payday and went to Tennessee. How's he doing? Um, last game I saw, he was hurt, so I don't know. But I he was, made a fortune playing with the Rams. He made a fortune both places. I mean, you know, his agent did a good job, and they. How's his dad doing? He's hanging in there, man. You know he had sir, he had uh, he had uh, some medical issues, really? but uh, yeah, he's doing okay. You know, how about our boy, uh, your boy? What's his name? Uh, what was the guy? Ron Anderson. He went out to Arizona State with with. Uh, he's he's the athletic director at. Uh, oh, uh, you remember mean, the guy we yeah. went to with Dimitrov to dinner? Yeah, Ray Anderson. Ray Anderson. Ray Anderson. He yeah. went with Herm Edwards to Arizona State. Yep, he's in Arizona State. They uh, they were on fire at the beginning right. of the year. When's but the last then, time you talked to? Uh, I haven't talked to Ray. I saw Ray. I think last year at the NFL owners meetings because they were in Arizona. Right. Yeah. So I haven't. Uh, Can you believe he went to college? Went back to run a college? Well, listen, Arizona State's not a bad place. Well, no, I mean, 34C just went to Scottsdale for a week with her friends, and they were sleeping with men they don't know. It was probably a good time for them. But it's great weather out there. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah, the weather's nice out there. Tempe's nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. 
So what and you, you know who went there? My boy Scotty Graham, The Rock. Right. He also he's associate AD. He went out there. What too. do you think of the job Herm Edwards has done as a college football coach? Pretty good. Yeah, I think you know what Herm's a he's got a charismatic attitude, and I knew he wouldn't have a problem. And then you know recruiting. Then you bring in Kevin Mawai, right. Hall of Famer, and you bring in Antonio Pierce, right. who's a Super Bowl champion and leader. So you knew they were going to get talent there. So what about uh, the King? How much longer do you think he's going to play? Henrik? Uh, I don't know, man. I thought G there, uh, what's his name? Uh, his backup. Uh, Gregoria. G-Man was going to come in and step old, you know, really? step in. But, uh, hey, listen, now, um, now they're starting to question if they have the right coach. I mean, I don't. He's been an institution in New York as a goalie. I oh, mean, he's yeah. like. Henrik, yeah, that is. You might as well just hang his jersey up as soon as he hangs it up. Right. I mean, that's uh, that's a respect. Can you believe he never won it, though? He went. He went to he the went. finals, but he didn't. I'll tell you one thing. That last game when they lost to the Kings, he was on last gasp. He played his heart out. Right. I mean, I, and I still saw – I know the goal that he gave up when they right. lost. He was like on his own. He was back there by himself. You've always loved hockey, too. I've always loved hockey. I, You know what? My brother Lewis will tell you one of his biggest thrills was I took him and his wife to see the Penguins play against the Rangers. Right. And it happened to be the night Lemieux banged in five of them. <laughs> right. So we got, the place empties out in the second quarter period. I said, I told my brother, now you're going to get to meet Big Boy because we're going to go downstairs. Mario's in the middle of doing interviews and this and that. And he's like, he stops. Hey, Big Daddy, what's going on? Oh, that's your brother, right? Yeah, come over here. And my brother was like this. <laughs> well, that's my favorite player of all time. Oh, let me tell you. Uh, you know, he's was, always been great to me. He's been out. Nicest guy ever. Nicest guy ever. And, you know, a funny story one time was we're in Pittsburgh, and Neil O'Donnell says to me, hey, get me Mario's autograph. And I'm looking at him like, what, are you kidding me? I'm like, You're the starting quarterback of the Steelers. What do you need me to do that for? And he was just like, no, but it's Mario. And I'm like, yeah, I know, you know, his. and that was, he was still playing and had his picture on that right. mural up there. And we used to drive by it all the time. And I'm He there. doesn't like, uh, like, after his career. Like, so one night he did my show on my 50th birthday. He did Oh, the show. I remember you had remember? everybody and their mother you called. Remember? Yeah. He was there that night. And uh, he doesn't like doing interviews yeah. after his playing career. So he's the owner. He's but the owner. He doesn't so. like doing interviews. He doesn't you know, like the whole media thing. No, he. No, I don't think he ever did actually. But he's a very private guy. Very private. But he's he's kind of turned uh, Crosby. In. Crosby's a class act too. He yeah. really is. Whether people like him or not, the guy's a great. Did you see him give that car to that chick? Yeah, he's. That's uh, who he really is. That kid's the nicest guy you ever met. No, I listen. Remember, I've he lived a, with Mario. I've had yeah, I've had the good fortune one time. It was funny. I I went to pick up Daryl Sador. Right. And Daryl's like. Dude, we're trying. We're, we're trying to get a cab, man. We can't get one. Can you give us a ride? I'm like, oh well, who? All of a sudden, I'm in my truck. Seven guys jump in, and Sydney's in the front seat, and he's like, and they they couldn't flag a cab to save their lives, and they were like, we got to get to the arena. I'm like, come on, let's go. So we drop. I drop them off, and then I went back to Long Island. You know, they had a game. They're playing the Rangers. Right. So it was kind of, it was kind of. Do you fun. still go to games? Yeah, I went to. Uh, I've already gone to one Island game. I haven't been to the Rangers yet. Um, which I will. You Carver High's happy to hear that you went to an Islander game as opposed to the other locals. Yeah, I went. Uh, they played at the barn, so I went over there to see 
and I was fun. It was funny. I was sitting. Uh, DiPietro was like two rows from me. Right. So we were catching up. We were kind of laughing how you know they should be playing there. Right. I mean, full time. Full time. That's really. That's hockey. That's what right. your fans. All right, are listen. I gotta get you out of here. I love you. Congrats on everything. Uh, good luck at the St. Regis Thursday night. Anybody can get involved. Anyone can get involved. You can go. Uh, with, there's still tickets online, um, but it is gonna be a great event. All right. Yeah. Do you know the website? People can get the tickets. Uh, off the top of my head, I do not. You, you give it to me, I and will then give it to I'll, you, and, and, and then I'll we'll get let it you. Uh, yeah, we'll it's let good you to see you, Big Daddy. I love you, brother. I love you too, man. My I'm man. so hey, happy to be here. Thanks for the Umbertos. Of course, it man. hit the it spot. It always does. All right, there he is, uh, Rich Salgado, Coastal Advisors, Big Daddy, the one and only tonight on the bench, our special guest. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.